Thanks. You look like a model for Tommy Bahama. I need some chains. Whips and chains? Yeah. Would you take a ba- Tommy Bahama campaign? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> why, why wouldn't I? I don't know. <laughs> Just because it's like lame apparel? Oh, dude. I, I didn't even have the compressor on. How's that sound? That sounds much better. Yeah. You sound like a nice boy, nice boy. I'm full <clears throat> of it today. You're full of it? I'm full of it today, baby. You better watch you? out. You just oh, got, a, you got, a, you got a three-year-old on deck now, man. I know, and I got and I got a new, I got a new one in, in the batter's box, dude. You haven't, uh, you haven't announced that publicly yet to the world. Do you want to no, start this so, podcast by letting the world know? No, not really. <laughs> we just it's did. so like I. <laughs> Uh, it's so weird that it's like a part of our life to have to think about like things that we, do you know what I mean? Like the fact that we're now contemplating what our like digital personality is, is so fucking crazy. I don't understand what you mean by this. So now. like, I don't want to post pictures of my kid. I don't want to yeah. post pictures. I don't want to like have handouts. I don't want to tell people that my mom is like super sick. Mm-hmm. I don't want these like, there's like these little things that you can utilize right. on the internet to get attention that are cheap to, in my personal opinion. That's how I yeah. felt about like doing covers for so long. Yeah. Like it's cheap, dude. It's cheap to just like take the top 10 songs that are on the radio and be like, oh, I'm going to do a cover of them because I know it'll get a lot of traction. I'm just going to eat off of somebody else's accomplishments. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it, it, like your interest in doing that comes from uh, the, the culture of virtue signaling and not wanting to be a part of that. But it's not sure. really doing that. You know, it's like, a full, it's it, it. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not. But it it's a good analogy. It's yeah. a good analogy to be like, oh, well. These are the specific things that I know if I talk about them, they're going to get a lot of interaction. Yeah. And what I want on the internet is a lot of interaction. Well, and I'm, and I'm not, I I don't have a, I don't have a like perspective one way or the other. It's just, it's wild that we exist and we are manipulating our actions based upon binary code like if you look at a computer coding it's just ones and zeros yeah and we're like manipulating our reality to exist in this specific binary code in the right way it it kind of lends itself towards what everybody is like oh dude i'm like not I'm, i'll never jump into that like the metaverse you hear about like any of this yeah, stuff that's happening like people are buying digital real estate and like yeah i don't really understand it but so essentially what it is is like everything is digital now everything we do is digital from our banking to our art art to our like our personalities are now digital we are dictating our personalities based upon how it plays on the internet yeah and so it's i mean it is what it is it doesn't you don't have to think any which way about it but it like be a little concerning though, for sure. I mean, it just is what it is, dude. I mean, like they probably had the same concern when the printing press came out. They were like, wait a minute, you're going to let everybody read? 
Right. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, this is this is process, ridiculous. Processing power is happening at a at a much more increased rate nowadays than it ever has, and it's continuing to move forward. And that is in itself just creating more technology in in like our hands than we have ever had in the ever in in our lifetime, uh, and and prior to it. So it's it's uh, it's a weird thing to to deep dive in when you start like staying up at night being like, Oh my God, I am a, I am like an object of technology and this is the worst. I'm a digital object and it's scary. Uh, but like, I think, you know, going back to you having a, a newborn kid and wanting to mention that publicly. Uh, I don't, that, that's the thing is like, I don't care. I don't want that part of my life to be anything other than that part of my life, right? Yeah. Like, no, who, I, I reason why that. I the reason why I interact with the, with the internet at all is to create art and to convince people to like that art, right? Maybe not even convince them, but just like hope that they like it. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with my personal life, but I know that what people really want is that shit is like, oh, what what's Alan Stone like at home? What's Julian yeah. Gavilanis like in his living room? Yeah. If I wanted you to know, I would invite you to my house. I ain't trying to show that shit. I'm not trying. What I'm trying to do is post pictures of myself looking like a certain way, and then fucking get out. Do you appreciate people who you can follow the lives of people that you kind of respect? And if they if they do that, do you like? Do you? have uh i utilize i utilize social media as a tool i know how you do it i'm just to wondering. like see what people in my industry are up to really right, that's when you're like sitting it. when you're when you're taking a dump and you're just scrolling nonsensically yeah. yeah and you see like you know somebody maybe another musician or a peer or somebody in your in your orbit and they're just uh po- posting something that is reflective of What's happening in their life? Does that mm-hmm. almost like annoy you? Because it like, doesn't it doesn't annoy me. It's just I don't care about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care like what you know Will Smith does at his house. I just don't like. I want Will Smith to be Will Smith, which is like he's right. an actor and he's funny, and I want to mm-hmm. laugh. Like I want him to be a creative artist, you know. And I don't really care about the. It's it sounds super shallow and like fucked honestly but i don't care about the human all i care about is the art that makes sense yeah but is like i don't care about michael jordan at the golf course i care about michael jordan on the basketball court so it's like it's it's almost i only care about his ability to play basketball it's not like i care about michael jordan same thing with uh, numerous amounts of human beings who it come to find out they are human and they do messed up shit yeah. i'm like i don't care about that that's not right. why i'm in the business of this person i'm in the yeah. business of this person because they make me laugh i want right. to he- hear jokes that louis ck made i don't care about what kind of person he is do you know unless he's like killing puppies yeah do you know what i mean yeah i, I mean, mean that sounds su- that, and that and that sounds really like maniacal almost right because can you separate the two? But leading it back to my personal perspective on it, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you what, uh, 
fucking ice cream I ate last night yeah. because like one, I don't think I don't feel comfortable stealing your time with that bullshit. Mm. Right. Because it's all like in reality, what I do for a living is take people's time. And if what I'm utilizing to take their time is not worthy of their time, then I'm being a bad steward of their life. It's like, it's like women who just like strip down naked and post pictures on the internet. It's like, I, I get it. I'm a man. I understand that that is a really great way towards getting attention. Sure. But is it beneficial? Yeah. Does it do anything positive for the people that are looking at it? Well, it I mean, might be, and then that might be too like meta. I don't know. It's probably way too, I might, I'm probably thinking way too much about it, but, uh, well, that's to, just one, that's just those, that, that's just one, one sect of human being that are doing a certain thing. But what you're doing is like your music is expressive of your human experience. Is it not? Or, or is it not? Well, it is, but it's very like, it's. It's um, very condensed. It's controlled. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I mean, every, everything, every piece of art is an expression of a human experience. Right. But it's like, whether you've taken the time to, I don't know, we're going down a black hole. Anyways. Yeah. I'm having a baby, everybody. <laughs> I'm fucking having a baby in July. There you go. I'm going to post all the pictures. <laughs> No, I think I respect it. I respect your your headspace with it all, and and I think most people probably would too. Uh, but, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody cares ultimately. Uh, but I know, think I think I we're think talking nonsense, I, so we might as well talk nonsense. I think more people care than than you actually think, and that's that's what's that's what's silly about it, right? Is that people? Actually well, no. Care. Like I mean, people, people want to know that that you're that you're happy and that you're like, but it's weird with this whole like internet attention war that we're all like taking part in yeah where i want to utilize your time with like some capacity of stewardship that i've that i care about and not that like a picture of my family is not a good way to like take your time it just feels like one it feels too personal you know like that's my shit yeah uh and two, in a lot of senses, it feels cheap. It feels like it feels like a it feels like a layup when I'm should be in two hand slamming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't think that that has anything to do with the enthusiasm that you actually have with having a child on the way? Oh like, God, no! Like you're pumped. No, I'm amped, dude. I'm you super just, pumped. Yeah, right. I just don't want to tell people that aren't like you. Yeah. And the only reason why we're having this conversation is because you and I haven't talked for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Like I, uh, anyways, <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Let's do the show. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. How good's this? How good's this? How good? This. How <laughs> this is really great. Nearly a hundred people held 
a candlelight <laughs> vigil for a Taco Bell that burned down. <laughs> Dude. How deep does your love for Taco Bell do- go? No matter how long you're willing to wait on a chalupa or how much you'd pay for a fire sauce branded bodysuit, it's tough to imagine you're so devoted to the fast food change as some residents of Montgomery, Alabama, who recently held a candlelight vigil for their <laughs> local Taco Bell that burned down last week. I love that so much. Yeah, there's a video attached to it, man, and it is hilarious. I mean, well, it, it doesn't exist anymore. They pulled it down. Unfortunately, oh, but look at my dude, dude, this is great. So good. Uh, it should be noted this vigil is being held in the next door Arby's parking lot because the Taco <laughs> Bell is closed for uh, investigation. Someone just said, I can't believe y'all stole candles from the church. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this guy's dressed to the nines. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but that's so dope. Yeah, oh my God. It's so awesome, man. The, the, I watched the video last night when I found the article and it's, it's just so great, man. People are so are so uh, hilarious, in, in, hilarious, and enthusiastic about like what what what's wh- why why would you do why would you go and do that? I mean, they're just like it's funny. Yeah, but some of the people I wonder like this is Montgomery, Alabama, and I don't want to like get into like the the class systems and all that stuff, but like what like what. Are people intentionally being funny by going and doing that? Because yeah, it seemed yeah, like yeah, there yeah, was a, yeah. there was a, seemed like there was a handful of people there that were there that were just like, like actually sad. Yeah, like like yeah. giving their grievances. <laughs> like, <laughs> Either way, yeah. I bet it started as a joke and then definitely like just like any trend. I think about this quite often. There's specific char- personality characteristics that I just naturally think everybody has because the primary amount of human beings that I come in contact with are quite a bit like me, right? Mm -hmm. Like most people I come in contact with like music. There's like a lot of columns and pillars that coexist within like the subset of humans that I interact with on a regular basis. Right. But there's some people who just don't have a sense of humor. Like literally they don't have it. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. You know, like think about people who don't have uh, the ability to see colors, right? That's a thing that happens. I don't know how regularly, right? But it happens enough to where it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And that same sense, you know, put it in any other category, right? Like some people don't have empathy. They don't comprehend what it must be like to be another human. Some people don't have... Getting five toes, bro. This is middle, big toe and little pinky toe together. Like webbies, just like little webby webs, dude. The world is bonkers. But I mean, back to the original thought. Guarantee somebody started it out as a joke, and then like definitely people were there that were like legitimately sad, yeah, about it. Sure. And probably everybody was just like, dude, this was my bell. This was my bell. Right. And was yeah. it was it do you know how it started like did, did I don't know if it was like an arson no I don't know I think I think it might have been like an electrical fire or something like that mm. I'm not 100% sure uh it was mostly just a headline that was pretty hilarious and, Dude, and insurance also great insurance fraud right there are 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 Taco Bells like franchised could you could we just like own a Taco Bell ourselves yeah, if we want absolutely to? absolutely Man. what would you do what what 
what franchise would you open for fast foods if you could? Shake Shack. Really? I don't I don't even want to say I don't really like Shake Shack that much. I no, feel like it would either be like an In-N-Out or a Shake Shack. In, In-N-Out, though, I hear the franchise stipulations are pretty gnarly. Really? Yeah, I mean, they're quality control better than anybody. That's great. I think it is great, but as far you, as like if I'm going like to franchise, you don't no, dude, look at me barely. I can barely do anything. <laughs> you, have, I want to see you at a In and Out wearing a hairnet and just cooking up some double Whopper Juniors, bro. I would go quad every day. <laughs> Protein, <laughs> blow out the bathroom. <laughs> you love In and Out, dude. Oh, it's so good. I know. It's I so good. I don't know about fast food, man. It's hard. It's hard to. Digest. I mean, of the fast foods, what's the best? I dude, what's I used to, pick? I used to dig Taco Bell. Yeah, talking about it, talk, 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 taco, taco, and about it, taco in about it. I used to love a good grilled stuffed steak burrito from Taco Bell and a Mountain Dew. It's always like the drink that complements the food item. <laughs> Nothing better, man. Like you a Sierra, a, a Sierra Mist. <laughs> no, am I? <laughs> a Sierra Mist used to complement a chicken carbonara from Quiznos. So good, dude. So like, I don't care about Sierra Mist by itself, but if you get a chicken carbonara with a little honey mustard from Quiznos, and then you take a sip of Sierra Mist. See, but you're you're uh, like, I don't like thing. Like you're change from uh pre-covid julian to post-covid julian which actually so it was like pre-new york to post no there's no post yet you're still there but like when you were living in washington state uh you were you would eat fast food because i was this is my perspective this is my perspective you live in one of the greatest food cities in the world where yeah. you walk downstairs from your apartment and every corner has a bodega with a sandwich that's handmade, boar's head, straight up, spicy chicken, uh, that's better than any fast food restaurant. But that is fast food. What right. that person is doing is fast food. It's just not a franchise chain. And let me tell you this much. If those guys made good enough sandwiches and somebody's like, hey, we think we could franchise out your sandwich business, every <laughs> single one of them would be like, Fuck yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. They right? are kind of some Shake of Shack. That's exactly what happened. Shake Shack was this dope little sh- shack, Shake Shack, in the middle of what park was it in? Was it Central Park? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, yeah. and they uh, were like, "This is great." They saw Madison a big enough. Park. They saw a big enough line that venture capitalists were like, "Hey, we think we could. We think we could take you to the top." And they put it together, and now there's a Shake Shack in Dallas airport and i want to go there every day they're everywhere here they're everywhere here. they're so good it's more of an east coast thing there's not a lot of them on the west coast but they're they're happening they're 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 okay but even like the the bodegas that are out here that that i was getting sandwiches from all the time and i can still go get a good sandwich from like yes they are fast food but the only reason that i was eating like that when i was was because i was broke that's typically why you eat fast food that's what's weird about people that have money that eat fast food like, what are you doing? Why are you getting fast food? Why are you going to Dawn's at midnight? Because it's fast. Like, I it's guess. It's fast and it's easy. I mean, why? But it's just like, it doesn't it, doesn't it, don't you just feel worse after you're done? 
Like I'm not trying to eat. Yeah, but you don't. But how many people? Like, what are you talking about? There's so just, much short sightedness in life. Like, with everything you do. Uh, sure. Like, should you stay up an extra hour? Oh, dude, it's pretty cool to watch this show and not close my eyes. And then what happens when you wake up in the morning? You're like, fuck, my day's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with know. alcohol, same thing with like shitty food, same thing with yeah. bad relationships, same thing with exercise, same like you never you only exist in the present. And if something is percolating your senses because at one point it made you happy prior to this mo- this moment. It's like predicting the future in that way. Even though you know you're like this is going to this is going to make me feel terrible. It's like at least I can get that 10 minutes of joy. I think I've I think I've surpassed the levels of joy that any fast food restaurant will give me for a time being because I already know going in that it's going to make me feel awful. So I can't get I can't enjoy it while I'm having it because yeah. I've already yeah. made up in my mind that it's going to ruin me. And that's a good it's, thing, I think. Sure. It's a good thing to, to But no fast food, there's no like franchise fast food chain that you're like what about Chipotle, dog? Chipotle's great. Sure, like, I, like I, I'll eat it, and I'll and I'll have it. But like, and Chipotle's not gonna make me feel as bad as like a as like a cheeseburger or something like that. Like a Chipotle. Say that you know, again. You really leaned into that burger. Cheeseburger. <laughs> Sometimes I have to put the emphasis on the R because I couldn't say it when I was a kid. So I say like. Burger, burger, burger. Did you do your always, Did you do your dog always like deals? Yeah, I said bogo. Bogo, I cheese dude, bogo. That's nice, actually, cheese bogo. <laughs> yeah, like a bobo. Started calling burritos bobos recently. No, that's fun. Yeah, I like a, I like a good Alan Stone bobo. You make a good bobo. <laughs> make a good little, a little. You, you, you do a little oil, a little too much oil though on the on I the do bobos. Too- way too much oil pretty much on everything i do yeah but that's probably why it's good nah butter little mayo like i'll have a crispy lettuce you know and some it's interesting like the rice and beans combo in a burrito that's mm-hmm. that's odd to me really yeah because it just gets soupy just gets super soupy you gotta dry them out dude that's why they have like that little spoon at Chipotle that like has the holes at the bottom so that they drain out all the all the wetness from the, all the black joists. beans. Yeah, all the joists, dude. Even uh, what was you, your, like, so what was your Taco Bell item back to the vigil? Yeah, it was the grilled stuffed steak burrito. And when was it, the last time you had one? 15 years ago. Poser. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What'd you get? I always got the um Steak chalupa with nacho cheese. Ooh, dude, that nacho cheese is not uh, oh, choice. Bro. I used to get nacho. My dad, like, you know, we'd go to Spokane once. Cause I, you know, I grew up an hour and a half away from Spokane. And the only fast food restaurant we had was McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> my folks were like, no, if we're in town, we're eating at home. Or sometimes we'd go to Mikasita, this little cute family Mexican restaurant in town. It was so good. Anyways, so we would uh, go into Spokane, though, and that was like, oh, dude, we about to get some TB. We get some Taco Bell or some Arby's, bro. Because that's what you'd go into Spokane, you're saying. 
when we go into Spokane, you know, for new basketball shoes right, or like right, right. to go to the dentist or the big city, that was like the big snoop, right? So we'd go in and we'd get either Arby's or Taco Bell's or Taco Bell on the north side of Spokane, uh, <laughs> right off Division. <laughs> and I remember we'd go in and I would get like whatever, whatever, you know, soft taco hard taco, and then I get the nacho on the side i wouldn't even use the chips i would just <laughs> finger the nacho cheese into my gullet ah, and so my, and my folks had no qualms about it either like this is the best part about i thought my parents were so strict right growing yeah. up like i was like oh yeah my parents were pretty strict dude <laughs> if my wife saw my son fingering taco bell She'd nacho so cheese pissed. into his mouth yeah she would have an aneurysm. Her yeah. brain would explode. You couldn't go to the middle school dances, but you could finger bag some fucking nacho cheese. Yeah, I couldn't go uh, listen to Travis Tritt in the gym of my well lit middle school, but but I could but I could moistly fingerette this like. What like I'm trying to think of some crazy scientific word that that cheese probably is, which is not yeah, cheese. It's, it's not just powder. Do you uh, remember? Do, do you, have you ever tried to like light uh, like a craft singles on fire with a lighter, and it like just turns black, but it doesn't melt because it's not actually right. food. Um, I have not. I started this. Uh, it's weird. Like it doesn't burn. You can hold a lighter to like a flame to a piece of craft singles cheese. For as long as you want. And how just how recently did you do this? I don't know. I mean, it, it, don't does, it make any, does it make how any difference recent- if I did it 15 years ago? I probably did it the same time I had my Taco Bell. No, I was <laughs> hoping you did it like, you know, six months ago. <laughs> Last week like, for my how the hell report. do you have time <laughs> no. to light craft singles on fire? No, but I've just done it before and I know what it does. Because yeah. it, does, it doesn't melt. Well, so I, I've like recently started this new training program and I'm doing – whatever it's awful and i'm eating dog food basically every day what are uh, you eating like, you like you yeah look at my face dude do i look as swollen as, as i was no no bro After every time or... you hang out with me you like three weeks in you look like a goddamn <laughs> yeah dude it sucks um uh i'm just eating like everything clean man i can't even shop anywhere besides whole foods because i have to get like organic clean everything uh, and it's but like what five, is it? Is it like uh, chicken fillets is, and rice? Yeah, it's a lot of it's a, no, no. There's no rice. Uh, like all the carbs are like that. I'm getting are like I'm making these pumpkin pumpkin pancakes. That's basically like pumpkin puree uh-huh. with uh, with like eggs. And that's it. It's like mm-hmm. a pumpkin, and then you just put like some cinnamon on it, and you put strawberries on top of that. And, and are you how much weight are you down? Like eleven pounds since I left you, or yeah. since I started, which was like. This is the third week. I'm on. I'm on Wednesday of the third week, so it's like 16, 16 or seventeen days. How many um, weeks are you doing? Uh, it's three months. It's like ninety six days. And is it sustainable? Like after the fact? Yeah, like you drop all this weight, and then what happens? Um, I don't know, man. I haven't crossed. You just have to. Be, this is always my thing with like trainers. Is like, do you just have to be a trainer in order to be in shape? Right. Sometimes I think that too, because I'm like, because people are like the, the the trainers that keep you motivated are the people that like 
like the people that are training me own the gym that they're training out of. Right. It's their and life. so they like they live be there. working that's out the, every day. Right. And yeah, I just, I, I mean, I just want to get, I love those. I'm not speaking bad about trainers. Totally. I, I use a personal trainer as well. Yeah. I just, I don't, unless it's like the, your mode of business and like how you make a living, I'm always perplexed as to how people are able to do it. Now, yeah. granted, if I worked a different job that wasn't working for myself, you know, mm-hmm. then maybe I'd have more like regimented schedule time. It was like, you're going to yeah. come to work. You're going to work from like 10 till four. And it's like, okay, well I'll get up. I'll be able to do. Yeah. But my schedule is kind of all over the place. Anyways. So is it sustainable? You reckon? Um, not if, if I wanted it to be, yeah, but I don't want to dedicate so much time and energy into working out and meal prepping as I have been yeah. because it's, it's a challenge, man. It's really time consuming. Yeah. Um, cause it's like tw- working out twice a day, which feels great. Honestly, like when I'm done working out, I'm like, yeah, you feel awesome. I feel awesome. And you know, even eating like right now I feel great. I feel how long are the workouts? The first one is like an hour. Sometimes it goes a little over based on like, you know, I'm just trying to get done what I need to do. Yeah. So it should last around an hour. Sometimes it goes like an hour 15 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second one is typically like 30 to 45 minutes. And it's like, it's like, uh, weight training in the first and then cardio based in the second. And then you're eating like meals every two and a half hours throughout. And it's hard. It's like really hard because I don't really like prep and get it all done. So I'm kind of just, and I have all these other things happening around my life. So I'm like jumping from one thing to the next and trying to like arrange and coordinate. And I'm like scarfing down food when I can. And it's a it's a challenge and so i'm dedicated to the three months of doing it i think once i get once i finish i'll be at a place that i'm happy with and then that feeling will will kind of transition into not necessarily the exact same routine that i have been doing but something that is a little bit more doable for me and to, mm. to open up a little bit more time. Uh, there's maintenance involved, right? I work out regularly as it is. Like we were working out on the road. I lost 8,000, sort of. We were running every day, most side, sort of. <laughs> like even during I ran the, every day. Right. I ran maybe like 75% of the time. And every, and every time I went, I kept getting like slower and slower and farther. I <laughs> kept getting farther and farther away from me. Yeah, it was I remember that last run we did in Portland through what felt like in yeah. Kosovo. Yeah. That was and crazy. you kept, yeah, you were like, by the time I was at the top of that hill, I could barely see you. You were so far behind. I know. I didn't. Yeah. I just kind of stopped and then you had you come back and then we left. <laughs> I was like, come on, dog. Gotta yeah, get this it, our last show. Yeah, I know. It was hard, man. But. You know that that's just what drinking does, and and like that over drinking does. Right. Let's 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 right. be let's be. Right. I'll uh, hold myself accountable. I was yeah. over drinking hard yeah, on you, tour. You when you drink, you over drink. Not always. It wasn't always. Like there were multiple. There were Not multiple on that tour dog. Yeah, there were some. There were there were a handful of nights where I was just like. Cool. Like we're not doing much here besides sitting on the bus. I'm definitely drinking, but I'm not. Oh, you know, yeah, like, you're, okay, right. Okay. you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no, not no, even no. trying to like credit I, myself. I'll, I'll, I'll backpedal a little bit. There was definitely a few nights in there where like we were casually having a couple drinks. Yeah, but for the most part, you were you were over drinking. That's what I think. And over drinking, I don't know. What does that mean? Is that like right? Like who gets? It's to like the, missing the bus. <laughs> 
<laughs> like no 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 like i not I up. what i'm saying like for you yes of course but you know like the f- surgeon generals uh oh sure. you know is what, what like five drinks a week or something like that yeah we're all over drinking and we're all obese and we're all fucking addicts yeah <laughs> drug addicts <laughs> we're having done molly twice in our lives if you've right. done it more than twice you're you're a drug addict. You need to go to I've rehab. I've only done it a half a time. I only <laughs> did mall. Don't lie. <laughs> At the mall. At the mall. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, man. To answer your question, uh, like it, it is sustainable, but I don't know if that I'm going to want to sustain it that same way. Uh, so I'll just try to maintain once I get down to a um, – because if, if I'm dedicated enough, man, like I should be pretty pretty ripped by the end of this thing. And yeah, I just kind of want to see – I just kind of want to see, like, I've never been like, like chiseled, ripped. And I'm not sure that I will be, but I just want to see if I can be. It's just like a, it's a test of will and, yeah, and dedication. Yeah. Um, I feels good. Very envious of your discipline. I have none. Yeah, but and it goes away really easily too, as you, as you know. Yeah, but like, you're just, you, your personality is so extreme. Like you're either extreme in or you're extreme at or out where I'm just like, kind of like i'm definitely in i'm not i'm not self-disciplined that's what i see in your personality that i don't have Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna let anybody else down i'm disciplined in that right like if you know i'm not gonna let my family down so i'm gonna work my tail off because i'm not gonna i don't want to let them down but bro letting myself down for a day daily (laughs) daily dude just like I have no ability to be self-disciplined. I mean, I've, obviously that's a cop out. Of course I do, but it is that is my weak link. My mm-hmm. weak link is like being disciplined on my own time. Um, I don't know how to get it. Do you ever feel proud of yourself? No. I mean, what what's there to be like? Of course, yeah, there I mean, are things there to be proud of. Like, I'm 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 proud that I'm a good father but like that's it's just like well what else am i gonna be yeah you know what i mean like i'm not gonna be a shit father that's not even an option right for me yeah and so right. i'm not like it's oh wow i like really that. did this I, this was a whoa i really did that yeah i don't know it's uh do you know what it would take for you to feel proud of yourself i don't even know what that maybe it's because i'm just like Maybe because I'm just like proud, like I'm right. I have a good sober yeah. judgment of myself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not walking around constantly like navel gazing is what my dad would call it. And he calls it just like, yeah. yeah. Um, it then I don't I don't comprehend what it feels like to be like I'm proud of myself because I just kind of am. Maybe that right. is what it is because I'm not like I'm not necessarily ashamed of myself, but. I'm not ashamed of myself really ever, but I don't have self-discipline. Like Mm -hmm. I cannot, uh, just wake up in the morning and just like get in the studio and and make a song. Yeah. I'm just, and I don't know why, but if, if somebody else is going to make a song with me then yeah, we'll do it. Let's do it. Right. Cause I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to let them down, but me by myself, I'm like, Oh, I got it. There's this other thing that's way more important. Go do that. That's interesting, man. Because you're, you, I mean, you've just, I mean, that not when you were really young and coming up in your career, but like you've pretty, you've pretty, you've been pretty sturdy 
throughout. Like you've been pretty like straight and narrow. Like you, you know who you are, you know what you're doing. I think a lot of my like extremist mentality comes from uh, understanding the absence of something. Therefore, that's what I need in, in uh, reflection of it. I need like, like, I like you were just talking about navel gazing and being like, I've never really been ashamed of myself. So I'm kind of like walk around, not necessarily being proud, but like, not not also, I've definitely been ashamed of myself. And that's just because I've spent so much time dealing with who I am and be and being and drinking heavily and going down these paths but was that a constant feeling or was that just like a moment in time like i did something stupid i'm ashamed of that or was it like you had years and periods of your life where you just woke up every day and like who you were you were ashamed of there i mean it's it's that feeling has probably lasted at most close to a year before like of just feeling that way for a while and being like, nothing I can do will satisfy me or satiate me in the way that'll like make me feel like there's any progress that can help me. But it's also like progress isn't even on my mind. And so I think because of like the absence of pride, I can I can be more focused on trying to find it in these uh, alternative efforts, which are the opposite, right? So it's just like, that's why my my life experience probably to my friends always seems like, so Jesus, dude, like you're way over there and then you're way over here. And then like, who, where, what are you doing? It almost seems kind of whiplashing. I bet. Cause it, well, and it kind exhausting. of is. Yeah, for sure. And well, I'm the one experiencing it, you know? So like it is for me too. Well, but, you're also the one expressing it though. It's not like yeah. you, experiencing it makes it sound like it's autopilot or something. It's like you're actively pursuing that. Right. And that all that all goes back to the question of like sustainability and like just this thing alone is is one is is one kind of piece of the my experience right now that adds to the identity in which like I have been living my life for a long time. And so who knows? I don't know what sustainable even is for myself at this point. I'm just trying to like get sturdy (laughs) like get good with Mm. myself and Mm -hmm. like and I'm not that's not to say that like I'm not and I'm so uh bummed or anything like I'm a very I'm filled with gratitude and I'm thrilled about a lot of things in my life um but sustainability is something that I want without having to like be an extremist towards it I just want to be like hey yeah 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 and I think you have that, which is cool. It's funny how we see personality traits in others and we covet them. I think it's short-sighted because like our who we are and what makes us tick is so intricate. Yeah. From like personality traits to traumas even. You know, like we're, we're, we're always... T- attempting to try and relieve ourselves from like the shadow of trauma it's like dude are you sure that that's like healthy to do and and who's telling you that it's healthy to do and how are you defining trauma and how are you defining joy and like isn't working out like a form of stress and trauma 
in like a capacity. Yeah, I don't sure. know. It's like a weird thing that I don't know enough about. And so I'm just talking on my butt, but well, I, th- um, I typically do it in the absence of something that I'm lacking because I, I'll do it to make myself feel better, not even necessarily physically, but psychologically as well. Right. I think you do that as well. Like at some point you're just exercising to not feel shitty you're just doing it to feel better mentally even oh yeah just like some clear i definitely think i mean i definitely think it's incredibly important and i'm glad you're doing it and i wish that i had a little bit more self-discipline i'm seeing a personal trainer i ain't working out twice a week though and eating chicken necks like the way you go about it is pretty wild you're still seeing uh mark yeah dude marky marks is the best man dude dude. he's the best he's the great man you're, you're, we're, we're both working on ourselves, man, one day at a time. And it's a, it's a good, uh, worthwhile thing to be doing. And we should be, we should be proud of ourselves. I'm proud of you. Hey, appreciate that. I'm proud of you no too, problem, Senator. Uh, let's move on to the next article because I like this a lot. How good's this? Tom Hanks photo bombs another bride making best wedding photos ever. We all lost it. It's awesome. <laughs> what, is, uh, what does we all lost it mean? It's just oh, the headline. All, like, that's the, that's yeah, like the expression guessing, that they made when he did it. Exactly. Yeah, this is what the – is a quote from either the bride or one of the uh, bride uh, bridesmaids. Bridesmaids? Is it bridesmaids Brides. or bridemaid? Yeah. <laughs> bridesmaid like if it's a single bridesmaid it's the bridesmaid so if it's one it's the bridesmaid and if it's all of them it's the bridesmaids yeah the bridesmaids okay but sorry let me read the article with all (laughs) the subtlety of a wet blanket thrown over a campfire tom hanks recently photobombed a brighter bridal party in pittsburgh Hi, I'm Tom Hanks. I would love to get a photo with you, said the A-lister after he spotted bride Grace Gwaltney. Nice pronounce. Hopefully she's changed that last name. <laughs> all, in, <laughs> all in white outside of the Fairmont Hotel. We all lost it, wedding photographer Rachel Rowland told RCRA. Whatever the hell that is. The bridesmaid shuffled out of the limo and he posted the, with, eh, and he posed with photos and congratulated them. And then as fast as he popped in, he was gone. It was just so sweet and fun. That's awesome. Uh, Bill Murray has like a history of doing yeah. cool stuff like that, which right. I think is like, th- that would be just be so sweet to be that famous. Or sorry, that would be the, t- the time that you utilized it. And it was like, sure. oh, this is cool that I can do that. But I would imagine the rest of like the 85% of the time, uh, would be annoying AF to be like Tom Hanks uh, famous. But if you could utilize it like once every three months in this capacity, like there's this yeah. really great story about Bill Murray where he uh, <laughs> comes into an elevator and it's just one guy in the elevator and Bill Murray walks right up to him and stands an inch away from his face, just looking right at him. And he goes, no one will ever believe you. <laughs> and then he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just hope that I hope that that happened. Yeah, yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah, he's kind of notorious for being out here, like where I live in Bushwick, Brooklyn, uh, just showing up to bars and just getting behind the bar and like whipping up some mojitos and like yeah, margaritas he does that. and just like he does doing that a it. lot. 
Yeah. It's a story of, have you seen this documentary called like the story, like Bill Murray, I think it's on Netflix or something, but it's all these like firsthand accounts of moments where Bill Murray cool. did that sort of stuff. Yeah. There was one like a South by Southwest, like house party. He just like rolled in. I was just like in the kitchen, just drinking light beer and <laughs> hanging out. It's so uh, awesome. But do you seem to like be to, to, first of all, you have to be a certain level of celebrity to do that. Like even A-lister celebrities, like even like if Leonardo DiCaprio did it, it would be a little weird just because he's, it would be shocking. No, I think yeah, you're probably, probably right. fine. Yeah. Because he's be on totally that level. Fine. It would be weird if it was like, like Flavor uh, Flav. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not, not like I'm talking about A-listers. Like you got to be like a specific, like a pluser. Right, it's so like weird. You can't, that that's a type of term and a thing. It's right, like but like crazy because, I mean, it would be shocking. There would be shock value for any for for any a list celebrity. But like, you know, if if uh, Tom Hardy show, I don't know. Like, I guess like that would still be fucking. You cool. have to like you have to be a wholesome enough. Right. Yeah, like people have to perceive you as a wholesome enough person. Exactly for. To be able to pull that off, I totally get that. Yeah, it's like Shaquille O'Neal has ma- has like managed to do that sort of thing, and like man, right. Snoop Dogg somehow has yeah. like f- somehow been able to manufacture that wholesome thing, right? With his career, but yeah, you're right. It has to be some sort of like you know the general public has to perceive you in some sort of wholesome way. It's not like um, you know. I mean, Marilyn Manson could have never done that, regardless of how famous he was. Like, even right. back That's in, like, beautiful thing. people, the beautiful people. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't, like, roll up in an in and out and be like, yo, I'm paying for this. And everybody would be right. like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. It's weird. I mean, he could. He would just now. Be, be weird. <laughs> but it takes, I feel, like, a certain kind of – a certain level of awareness on their part to understand – what their effect is on people and to be able to go and do something like that. Because like to, to be that, to be that uh, recognizable and then to choose like Bill Murray, for example, choose to then be like, you know what? It's Wednesday night. Yeah. I'm going to go take a stroll through Brooklyn and just like show up. I wonder if it's ever happened though, when he did that thing and nobody knew who he was and they were just like, what are you doing back here? Or like a bartender got like upset at him. For yeah. Like taking like, over. You can't be back here, bro. He's yeah. like, uh, I'm Bill yeah. Murray. He's like, yeah. And I'm Juan <laughs> Iglesias. And I'm the head bartender here. And <laughs> I say, you this can. is my bar. We're trying and to you can't or, be back here because you don't have a food handler's permit. You yeah. old geriatric <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and yeah. like i want i hope that's happened same yeah i guarantee it has i had this happen to me one time at coachella with laura i think laura was there with me and like we're walking through the this is you know 2013 where i was just like so amped on myself and we're walking <laughs> through like the general public and i'm just kind of like waiting you know i'm hoping somebody yeah, like oh, hey man i saw your set that was sick you know i was just waiting for that we're walking through and these two girls walk up to me and they're like, Hey, uh, can you do a picture? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Right. So I like <laughs> go to put my arm around both these girls because I'm thinking they want to do a picture with me. Right. Dude. And they both dip. They like dip low and like, look at me yeah. in disgust. And they're like, can you take a picture of us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
like, they were not there to see you. They were seeing Major Laser, dude. Not oh, dude. They were there Stone. to see fucking Big Sean, not fucking, not fucking <laughs> autistic Al. Petey Pablo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> autistic Al. It was, yeah, dude. I remember when I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh on you for a second, but I, you just kind of did it yourself. But I remember when we were, when we were like that that same era, 2000. 12 2013 2011 even back when you were playing like numos at in seattle and we would go out to capitol hill and honestly like all of your friends wanted the attention just as bad as you did because we were like we're his best friends too so like you know what's up (laughs) and it worked it was so great but it also like probably didn't and it was just such an asshole move to do to just oh, go so, like hey guys you guys you guys want to go get recognized tonight let's uh, go let's go let's go out well, to we and get recognized to, to at least <laughs> not look like the total Come on, man everybody went that i am it wasn't like we were like hey let's go to capitol hill i w- think i can get us some free street dogs <laughs> it was like hey do you guys want to go to capitol hill but we all knew that like Oh yeah, we go to Capitol like we go to Capitol Hill and we might get some free drinks. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great, but it wasn't like it wasn't as vain as you made it sound, but yeah, it but it's was, was still you vain. It. You, it's funnier when you're just vain as fuck. <laughs> I know, but I <laughs> don't drop I'm, don't take the mustard off, dude. You know what's funny is I'm so vain that right. I'm trying not to sound vain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You just gotta lean in, dude. You just gotta lean into that shit. Oh my god! By like by playing it down, it makes it worse. It's just bad. There's no way to chop up the old salad, dude. Anybody, anybody, anybody who's getting some 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 looks, man, at any point in their life, especially in their early twenties, is gonna go out and be like. Uh okay, let's see let's see what kind of shit we can get ourselves. Yeah, into. let's see if we can get some it was the pasta best. primavera from Buca de Beppo for free. I'm still I'm still dude, that'd be a <laughs> nice choice. <laughs> I'm still waiting on you to get famous enough so that we can just walk into bars and fucking insult the whole entire establishment by just showing up and taking over. So you can I, use a little Bill Murray, dude. Come on I'm down. Just, I'm I'm not waiting for that at all. I am. <laughs> it's bucket uh, list. Um, yeah, good on Tom Hanks though for like having the the wherewithal and I wonder I wonder if he even remembered that until like like after like he, I can't imagine he did, man. What's that guy's life like, dude? There's this podcast that I've been listening to that is called Dead Eyes. Did I tell Dead you about Eyes? It? Yeah, did I tell you about this? Anybody that's listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. if they're fascinated by it, it's amazing. It's it's this What's it about? actor named uh, Connor Ratliff. Connor Ratliff's experience in 2002 auditioning for the show Band of Brothers. Okay. That was, you know, Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg ex- produced and directed by and starred with Tom Hanks. And so it's Connor Ratliff's uh, whole quest to find out why he was fired from the little role that he booked and then was told thereafter coming back for like a callback that he had dead that Tom Hanks thought he had dead eyes so he does three whole seasons like going through and talking to like the casting directors and the producers and actors that booked roles on that show and like this whole entire world and it seems a little gratuitous at first 
but then he like really dives into the whole entire like psychology of of being an actor and getting cast and losing and being demoralized and being rejected and like what that actually opens up for you and he ends the whole entire thing which he just did recently by talking to tom hanks uh, oh my and, like, god actually having this experience like where he brings him on his podcast is this and, career is he is, is this like his ver- own version of career suicide it's amazing dude no tom hanks like has like the utmost respect for him for the whole entire he does a really good job of producing this podcast it. It sounds so it sounds really like gratuitous right and kind of just like yeah. oh this guy's just like trying it i thought that for the first couple episodes because a friend suggested i listen to it but it's really it's really good and really smart he's a comedian super funny um but tom hanks man like and i've heard him talk in, in several interviews and actually had a chance to audition for him at one point in my life too yeah and he just is so aware of the effect that he has on people and i think like you know he was so gracious to be a part of this podcast with connor and it was it was really interesting but i i mean like i can't imagine what his life is like on a day-to-day basis where i can't imagine that he would like i can't imagine what might have gone through his mind when somebody was like hey there's this guy <laughs> yeah yeah who's basically it, calling you out he's he's three seasons deep yeah about this well it was his son colin hanks colin hanks yeah who uh came on the podcast as well was colin on. in band of brothers colin was in band of brothers oh, okay um and so like they they were talking, but, but it was also like his one degree of separation to Tom Hanks. And so he like had this whole conversation with him, not having to do with like, can I get your dad on by any means? But he then went and like told his dad about the podcast. And from, from all accounts, Tom Hanks was kind of just like, Oh no, I need to talk to this guy and like settle the score. This is awful. I feel terrible. (laughs) Just genuinely like concerned. So did it's Tom crazy. Hanks say that he had dead eyes? He did, he didn't remember. He I mean cuz like what you were just saying like I wonder if he will even remember having taken this like photo bombing picture with these people. And I think like when you have that many things happening in your life at any given day, there's so much stimulation happening around you and just like right. decision making like those little things just don't seemed to make it in and so he certainly this was a small role it was like a one episode thing that this guy was going to do uh and so no he didn't remember what's, and what's he, interesting like, is awful. do you what's <laughs> it sounds so cocky to start anything that i say with what's so interesting <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just <laughs> caught myself saying that i'm just like that's actually like a really pretentious way to start <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> if you do you think that if your job is to memorize lines uh that like are you able to compartmentalize that or do you forget stuff because you're having to cram new stuff in? I mean, I can only speak for myself and I have an awful memory and I think a lot of it is because I the way, the way that I intake information so much of my brain space is occupied for learning dialogue of like short term non yeah yeah all the time and i'm and i'm pretty fast at it now i can do i can do a pretty good job of of like memorizing dialogue like word for word 
so that I can get up and, you know, audition it Mm -hmm. uh, or show up on set and recite it and do it and live in that space. But then as soon as it's, it's done, as soon as an audition's done, as soon as I'm done with a day working, it's, it, I can't, I couldn't even tell you what I said. I couldn't Mm. even, I couldn't tell you at all. So it's like this. And I think having spent a lot of years bartending, it's the kind of the same thing where you're like, working really high volume places and you're taking in a lot of like orders and like people's credit cards and then running them and, and then like doing the thing, making the drink going wrong. And you have like, Mm -hmm. you know, 12 drinks in your head and you go back out and you're like, okay, now who's next? And then everything leaves your brain. I think that same thing happens with actors where like, you're just constantly like bringing in all of this information. That's just, that's only there for the purpose of, what you're going to do with it in that moment. And then yeah. once it's done, you have no need to keep it. So my memory sucks. Uh, I can't remember, like I have very selective, uh, like, like brain space, brain capacity for, for things. People will be like, yeah, do you remember like that person that I was just with last night? I'm like, I have no, I, I don't I remember, remember. That person at all. I don't remember that person at all. And yeah, it's not even because I have so much going on. It's just because I like, I have, I've just occupied this space in my brain for like short term dialogue, people's conversations. It's very weird. Do you feel that way at all? Well, I just think memory is like a super uh, flaccid tool. You know, I think we lean on it way too much. It's like a great tool to have, but it's almost like it's an asset that we lean on a lot, but is it, does it hinder us more than it helps us? Hmm. That's an interesting idea. Because like stress and anxiety to me is a problem with remembering things. Right, because like we we remember something that hurt us at some point in our life, and so we're projecting that pain and that fear forward, and that's what's making us anxious. It's not like in this moment I'm afraid because something bad is happening to me. It's no something bad happened to me, and because I'm not in full control of this moment which you never are. Right. I fear that that same thing might happen again. And so in that moment, memory is a terrible asset. Sure. And Um, also to think about how many people have uh, remembered something a certain way, just in my orbit. And I'm like, I don't remember it at all like that. Yeah. I don't remember that happening that way at all. And so like, because we're imprinting our senses in a specific manner to gain memory, right? Are like, are we utilizing that tool well, or is it more of a hindrance than it is a help? You know, I I, remembering to like tie my shoes like if I would have forgotten how to do that, that would suck, right? So I'm sure that it is a tool and a, a, a the ability to remember is great, of course. Right. But uh, but I don't I do think it hinders us in specific ways 
more so than it doesn't? I don't know if it's more so, no. Um, yeah, you know, you because like, like if I remember my son, you know, if I remember how to play a song, um, if I remember lyrics, you know, like there's obviously great use for memory, but I, I do think that I don't, it's probably not a really uh, controversial idea either, right? That like our memory s- serves us a good purpose in specific moments, but it also, if we utilize it wrong, it can hurt us. It's it's just like anything we do in life, right? It's like you you eat too much, you die. If you drink too much water, you drown. If you like, everything has some sort of balance and and you have to be conscious in your use of everything right or else it can not work to your advantage but it is funny how uh i think memory is an is an interesting thing but let's do one 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 more article before we um wrap it before we wrap this thing how good's this world's biggest treehouse resort is opening near famous u.s national park oh cool yeah. For those one or two of you in the audience who grew up watching Swiss Family Robinson, I did. Me too. A new resort in Tennessee will jump to the top of your destination list. 130 tree houses? Are you kidding me? Dude, Are slated to be built over the next few years in the woods near Great Smoky Mountains National Park, representing the largest treehouse resort on earth called sanctuary treehouse resort the idea came when an intergenerational entrepreneurial tennessee family called the jensen's decided that since their children were all grown up they would rent out their childhood tree fort as such things were becoming popular glamping opportunities once they saw how popular it was becoming they decided to turn 40 acres into the largest collection of treehouse sis and forts in the world there are plans for three types of treehouse rentals, tree fort, tree fort double, tree fort lux, and the tree fort. Tree forts will accommodate two to six guests and feature unique amenities such as spiral slides, done it. Doubles will feature unique ways to link the rooms mounted on different trees, wow, such as rope bridges and even draw bridges. Wow. Crazy, dude. Um, that makes me want to go on vacation with my friends. Yeah, I mean, treehouse, it's funny. Have you ever, like, have you been in one of these, like, f- glamping treehouse experiences? Uh, th- at that place that you recorded a part, they have, yeah, like, you, studios you in up that? in treehouses. Yeah, I went in that. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a tree fort. No, it just feels like a just feels badass like a, studio. It just feels like a spot. I right. mean, even getting up to it, it's just like... The tree forts that I remember as a kid, I had a janky ass tree fort when I was a kid, bro. I have I have this very speaking of memory, I have this very terrible memory. I'm building a tree fort and I'm nailing this is gonna be really hard to describe for anybody who's listening to this, unfortunately. But essentially I'm nailing a board uh across two branches, right? And I've nailed the far side to the branch, and I'm over on the other side uh nailing that specific side right and the nail on the far side because of my weight comes out of the wood comes out of the tree and tips up and i am about to be propelled 15 feet to the my death most likely because i'm an idiot and i sat on the other side 
it catches on this other branch, bro. And I'm sitting at like a 45 degree angle on the board, just like oh, petrified about to fall to my demise. But uh, the tree forts that I remember growing up, it's like it was hard to get in them. That yeah. was like the allure of it. it was just like it was this little right. I remember the tree forts I had as a kid it was like this little platform that you right. had to like and only you could get up there. That what was cool about it. Right. Couldn't like if your like parents if you you know if my dad's you know big old butt could get up there then it wasn't a par- right. it wasn't a hideaway. Right. Right. It wasn't my thing, right? right. Um and I've seen, I've been in a few of these tree houses, which are incredible structures. They're like, they're bonkers. There's this guy, the tree fort master that lives in uh, Washington state, uh, Dan Nelson. And he did, I don't know him personally. We've had like a few correspondence uh, via text, you know, cause he's just, I think he's a music fan. He likes my stuff. Oh, cool. He's a local Washington cat. He does this show on discovery called the tree house master. And they go to like, people's backyards which says i'm kind of guessing the jensen's might have that might be what they did um or maybe they had some contractor build it but um god the stuff he does is like it's nicer than my home you know and so you're just building a home like five feet off the ground (laughs) it's just yeah that's that's legit we we had when we were growing up uh we lived in a development that was being uh, constructed. And so it was all like these housing projects that were basically being developed. And so there was all of this like free land all over the place with wood and, you know, all the construction yeah. stuff. I don't know if free wood is the right term, but it was free right. to you. Yeah, it was free to us. We were like, <laughs> I was like six. My brothers were a little bit older and we would make, I mean, in my mind, they were amazing. But I can't imagine they were good at all. I'm sure they were terrible. It was just eyesores. But when we we spent a summer in <laughs> this part of Ecuador called San Rafael mm-hmm. with my family, just beautiful property on all these acres. We had these like horses that would take us out to the market. We had like a big pool. It was beautiful. It was this amazing place that we stayed at for probably literally nothing. Um, and we had a there was a fort that was already built out there and it had like a like a like a bridge what are those bridges called that like like a drawbridge or like a like rope a, bridge like a rope bridge is that called a drawbridge like, like a drawbridge a, is a like a game of thrones uh, right? like a suspension bridge you mean yeah like a suspension bridge okay and it went over into the space and it you know it could fit like all five or six of us cousins and brothers and we made a <laughs> we made a president of the treehouse and huh. we we elected Gabe, my oldest brother, as the president. Uh-huh. And then he was such an asshole to us while we were while he was in while he was uh, in in his pre, in his presidency that we decided to impeach him. And his impeachment punishment was that we took we, there was like a rope swing from the thing that we could fly off of, and we tied him from his foot and dunked him face first into the horse poop <laughs> from the top of the tree house Who and then we elected my cousin diego what How we just he... we held his foot we had like four of us holding this rope and oh, literally from forced like forced him into it yeah dude he couldn't he like he had to it was also just like yeah. this is the rules man these are the rules of the tree house <laughs> and we just it dunked his head him. in horsey poopies dude uh, it was awesome so horse good it's a weird type of poop 
Yeah, it seems like it's it's like it's just dried like, up and like hay. Right. It's just nuggets. Grass. It's, it's like a shot put. It's like a uh, it's like a paper mache ball. He still it's still like stuck to his face though. So it like wasn't just if you like, mushed it hard enough. It like, I remember him coming back up and having this like horsey poopies all over <laughs> all over his face. What do you think the worst poop to be like swirled in would be? Human dude for sure. Rhea? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Can you imagine? Oh. Ugh. I'm not sure if you saw this. I think you did. We were in Sacramento. We rolled the bus up to this, to the venue. Oh, yeah. And there was this, uh, there was this homeless man sitting, like laying kind of on, off to the left. And uh, he had like two really good looking piles of poo right <laughs> to his left. And like my bowels when I travel are I'm like, I'm like a once every three day pooper. Yeah. That's right. Weird. I was so jealous in this moment of this, <laughs> of this man's like regularity. I'm like, hey, look at this beautiful log this man has. Yeah. I, I don't know. know what he's been living off of, well, but I, yeah, his probably. gut health, I'm envious of his gut health. Yeah. Because he's not eating fucking shake shack and Quiznos on a daily dude. That's what's up. That's what we were talking uh, about. In the yeah, video. he's eating the remnants of somebody else's Shake Shack and Quiznos. I mean, hey, what's up with the, the with the regularity of the poops, then, man? Like, why? I don't how know, is he dude. getting them? I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe I was I was looking. Out. I was like, that is a loaf, dude. That is a yeah. beautiful loaf. That would be the worst, man. Human, human, human for matters. Sure, yeah, is, totally. Because we're eating Shake Shack and Quiznos. <laughs> well, it's just like the just the thought of it, though, like. Like there's something about seeing a human poop versus seeing like a dog's poop, right? Because right. dogs eat terrible stuff. Yeah, like I mean, all some the time. Dog, like you're, yeah. I mean, I I don't even know what your dog's poop smell like, but like, our, bad. Yeah, bad. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky smells terrible, bro. Dude, her, if it if it, if it has anything, if it's anything worse than what her breath is, which oh. I can probably imagine. Great development. <laughs> we took Ricky to the vet and got her teeth cleaned. Because right. I was the same way. I finally got fed up. I was like, I can't oh. handle this breath anymore. Yeah. It was and, uh, dude, they, I mean, it was expensive. Don't, they, yeah. Just every don't vet, get a dog. Every vet, I'm not going to. And if you every do get a dog, don't get a bulldog. Get a, like, a real, get a dog that, like, I don't know, isn't inbred for the last 10,000 generations. I love that animal so much, but she is expensive to maintain. Um, yeah. uh, what was it? Oh, so the, she got, got her teeth cleaned, and then cleaned. she got this. She had this abscess inside of her mouth. Got that lanced off, and then got her tonsils flushed. Oh my! She wow. smells like a, she smells amazing. I no bad breath. I get all the smoochy smoochies. None of the none of the uh, regret. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Maybe she can lick my shins now again. I think she was licking your shins because her breath smelled so bad. Because like, I don't think you she mean licks... her breath smelled so bad because she was licking my shins. <laughs> no, no, no. I think she was doing it like to help. Oh, she was, yeah. Because like, I probably I had like something... salty shins because I'd like gone on a run or something. I think so. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but her breath smells so much better. Wow. It's so much that is more huge development. Delightful. Man. Huge development, dude. Come on back to Spokane, bro. Ricky misses I, I you. Deal with I can deal with it now. <laughs> it's not too shabby, dude. Not too shabby at all. Do you want to go on a on a on a best friends vacation sometime soon with a bunch of friends 
yeah, I want to go camping. I got a trailer, dude, and I want to like take it to some national park. We have so many incredible, like free places to go in America. I'm not trying to like go on these super expensive vacations. vacations to yeah, like let's Hawaii. go to Hawaii. I go to Hawaii, yeah. bro. I got to pay for so much more than just me. Right. So yeah, yeah I mean, I'm down. But like, let's go camping. Let's do some yeah. camping. I'm into it. Absolutely. You gonna have time in the next year? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go camping. Whether or not you are over here whilst I go and we can go together is a different question. Where's the top choice camping spot right now? Oh, just like like the cro- intersection of Thor and Freya. <laughs> your backyard yeah i don't care i just want to go and like have a i took my trailer to the airbnb that i rented out for my birthday party just so i could sleep in the trailer (laughs) how was it fantastic was it beds comfy so comfy bro i put the camp chairs out put the awning down had the pizza oven blazing i I I bought this uh, i bought this uh inflatable projector screen Oh, cool. <laughs> we put out in front of it so we could watch NCAA basketball. It was awesome. How did that? Did it work well? Was it nice? Well, you got to wait till dark, you know, because right. like, yeah, the, can't you can't there in the sun. And NCAA, the NCAA basketball is like, you know, starts at 2 p.m. So we couldn't really see it until <laughs> sun awesome. went down at seven. But uh, the birthday yeah. party was great. And, uh, and um, I just I want to go camping. I'm in that phase of my life where I want to like get set up camp, make a All right. make a pulled pork sandwich, dude, on the fire. I'm I'm in. Let's I'm, go. I'm super in. Send me and some I think, dates. I don't know, dude. You got to send me some dates. You're the one that's doing you. You haven't even mentioned what you're doing, dude. Should we keep it for later? Uh, I, I mean, I've already announced it. We're doing it's a show called American Song Contest. I get to represent uh, Washington State, which is sick. I love Washington State. Still current member. This is the weird part about this show, though, is that some people are representing a state and they don't live there anymore. Which is, I'm like, eh, no, why? Because no. they were born there. Right, exactly. Because they were born there. Um, doesn't matter either way. Uh, I get to represent. Uh, Washington State, and I'm singing an original song called A Bit of Both um, that will be released on the show, the day of the show. Dude, I think you I think you might win the whole thing. Dude, if I do, I'm getting myself a, a Hyundai Palisades. I've been looking at those. They're pretty <laughs> friggin' dude. sweet. You don't electric? win anything, though. This is the bug. The, I mean, it's not a bugger. You get national TV time, which is t- quite sick, but you don't win anything. We were going over that the other day. It was like, yeah, you don't really? get any prizes. No prizes. No prizes. Not even what? a hug from Kelly Clark's. Dude, I hope that me and Kelly uh, start a book club together and we become best buds. <laughs> I hope you and Snoop Dogg start a book club <laughs> together. I asked, I was like, what if, can can the prize just be I get to smoke weed with Snoop Dogg? Can that bro, be the prize that he invites bro. me to his dressing room and we just like bowl out before my last performance? And I'm just bro, like, if you like, smoke weed with Snoop Dogg. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're you're dead. That's like the same people that asked you to do ten dabs, ten questions on that one oh my interview God, show. Bro. 
can't even imagine. I would I would have to though. I would have to do it if Snoop was like one hundred percent. Hey, yeah. young blood, come to my trailer and let's let's do some snizzy dizzy. I would. Yeah, I'm in, dude. Let's go. Where are we going? Where's your trailer at, dude? And then I would here, get folks. to his trailer and I would forget how to get back to mine. Dude, you would have a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack just thinking about the panic attack. <laughs> that would be the best. Oh, but the stories that would come of that. Well, I think you're going to do great, man. I think I've seen some of the contestants, man. They're all great. It's not all to talk awesome. down, but uh, just don't think they got what it takes. No, they got they got plenty of what it takes. It's it's a uh, it's a cool opportunity, and like I said, I get to represent Washington State, which is the best because I can love Washington State. And I'm not a traitor, unlike other people on this podcast. That means you do because it's just me and you. Steve's not Dude, here today. Bro, it's check just this out, man. me and you. Don't tell me you got a Washington tattoo because it doesn't count. You're living in New York. can't get tattoos, dude. I'm just going to show you how much of a traitor I actually am. Did you get a I New York actually, license? Yep. Oh. Just came in today. Oh, I'm check disgusted. Out, I'm disgusted. I had to. I'm disgusted. I couldn't even get to the airport anymore because my, my Washington State. disgusted in you. Go get a new one. Fly home. Get yourself a new one. You're not a New York resident. I've been here for 10 years. Wow. Can't believe we lost another good one. You didn't. I come home every four weeks. We lost dude. another good one to these industry <laughs> towns. Oh, you got to move to Los Angeles to make it. Oh, you got to move over to. Oh, you got to go. You got to move to Bisbee, Arizona, if you want a career in comedy. Oh, you want to be a singer? Move, move to Quebec. And just lose all of our best residents. No chance, dude. I'm making it out here so I can bring it back to. Pacific Northwest and There's Bangladesh no with you, you dude. There's no We're way. Going on camping Make it trips, in New York. Bro. You're staying in New York. Absolutely not. Absolutely yes. If you make it in Why New would York, I do that because that's where your network is. Who cares, dude? If I have the if I have the luxury of just packing up and taking an airplane out somewhere where I need to be when I need to be there, you do have that luxury. I know, and I do. I take advantage of it. But if so, I'm like. If you I'm like, a, if, dude, if I'm a hot, if I'm a hot topic, if I'm a hot commod, I'm definitely gonna not live. Where are you gonna buy anymore. land in Cleelum, <laughs> Burien, <laughs> Briar, <laughs> Saskatchewan Valley, Squim? Dude, I hope you end up in Pasco. <laughs> Shout out to Pasco. Shout out to Pasco, dude. Got a good Chipotle Waco. there. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm thinking I might just start a franchise, man. Start some fucking Chipotle franchises and see where I take it. Uh, maybe maybe add a, maybe add a couple of different ingredients into the fucking green sauce. I would love to see a stack though, like side by side comparison, because the fast food restaurants that make the most consistent money have to be the ones that we see the most frequently, right? Like you and I. We're like privileged enough to be like, I only eat five guys. I don't eat McDonald's. Right. right. But I think about that recently, like how much we, we talk about like privilege and uh, is a really hot topic right now, like in the culture wars. And we never, we never talk about like the privilege to abstain from certain foods. You know, like, like, like Taz a vegan, which is great. Right. Like I think that's, really good for her specific uh dietary needs but it is a point of privilege oh yeah the privilege right to like, like be able to afford yeah vegetables that you didn't plant yeah you know sure. or like 
um, you know, for me, if I'm just like, well, I don't eat gluten, like right. that's not the case. I eat literally everything. But like, if I yeah. was going, well, I don't, I don't eat gluten or I don't eat dairy. Yeah. It is kind of a point of privilege a little bit. You could think of it in that capacity. Totally. I mean, less so, fortunate people would be like, wait, you're telling me that you don't eat this, like this stuff, these things this that are all available to you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. which is not true. I think that you would you could definitely argue that it's just as cheap to eat vegetables as it is to like eat super high processed food. I think there is a lot of truth to that. Um, however, uh, I would love to see a side-by-side comparison to like, okay, this is how much a McDonald's in Concord, Ohio. Is that a place? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Who cares? Canton, let's say Canton, Ohio makes. And then this is how much in the same town, a Chipotle makes like this is their, you know, let's just, you just want to see like, let's just call it net. You want to see like, cause which, I, cause I bet if we were like, let's make most. a franchise, right. You and I would be like, well, let's, of course we're going to do a Chipotle or a five guys or a I'm trying to think of like, what else is like, it's a franchise, but it's like four to subs. Nah, shake shack, <laughs> you know, Sh- I, yeah. I I wonder what the numbers would be, like the margins. It's like, would okay, you, McDonald's would, makes, you know, a hundred million net at this they make location. They the most, right? Is it I, they must, right? They must it's the either most. them or Taco Bell or huh. or KFC. KFC, there's a lot of those around too. Yeah, there's there's like hundreds of KFCs in Ecuador. It's bizarre. They're everywhere. Uh, They're everywhere. I, I think it's Korea. It's like a delicacy. There's like yeah. they like yeah, eat it on people, Christmas people just, or something. Yeah, I think I think it's like Korean or it's some Asian country. They like Hong it's, Kong. Uh, sure. Okay. Let's um, go with that. Yeah, I, I think it is Korea. They like ha- it's like that's the preen. That's what they do. Is they <laughs> is they get Kentucky Fried Chicken for like holidays or something? I thought that's awesome, dude. I but, think we should go to a. I think we should go to a buffet soon and just try it out and get some of the blue stuff. And don't get cheap on me. Yeah, let's see. There's like Golden Corral was like a buffet chain for a while. What the buffet chains don't really exist anymore. Yeah, they do. They're just not Not like chains. chains. Well, what was that one called? Uh, Sliv, not slivers. Uh, Um, Sizzler. Sizzler. (laughs) Slivers. Sizzler. There's like a couple Sizzlers still around. I think. I'd be down. Golden Corral. I don't think there's any more Golden Corrals around. My grandpa loved Golden Corral. Dude, dude we used to, we've seen those on the road. I don't know if I can't remember if I have or not. I've, I haven't been looking for them. I apologize. All right. Well, let's open. Uh, you, on the count of three, we we both shout out which which uh, which fast food chain we're gonna franchise. Um, let me One, think about it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me think about it. It's a three second choice. Dude. Can I do a gas station instead? What are you gonna do? I gotta be raking it in right now, dude. Five dollars a gallon Wait, for seven diesel. Seven in Tahoe. Seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Wait, is it Guess cheaper if you go station. over into Nevada? Because isn't Tahoe split in two? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe definitely like my brother who lives in Tahoe goes over to like. Yeah, the Nevada side to get his gas. <laughs> Seven dollars. Yeah, maybe more, like seven fifty. I wonder what it is in L.A. I'm about to go live in L.A. basically for a month, and I'm like, I'm just like, I'm just gonna have to up? empty my. 
bank account. Well, like, yeah, for the week that I'm on the show, if I make it farther, then I think I get put up longer. It's like this. Are you, the details are you like- on this show are so I'm, and it, you know, potentially it's just because I don't listen to certain things. Right. But have like, you done your, have you done your sob story yet? Are you talking there's about no like sob how- story? It's not that. It's like this is like Come the on. this is like the um, this is like March Madness. This show. So you don't talk about how you like scabbed your knee super hard one year and you just like haven't come <laughs> back from it yet and like you're no sad it's just and- like no it's the the pre you broke your string the pre montage is a is me just like saying why giving a little bit of my history and my story and then why Washington State was a great place to like start making music and how you know seattle had me on their back for a few years and it's kind of like that it's it's not like you know my you know my grandmother was too skinny and like (laughs) she couldn't have a natural birth and so i had to be birthed in a a rubber made like four gallon bucket they just kept me in there. The placenta was just in there growing. And that's they, what you need, man. That's what you need to get hits. No, I need I, I need some tits as well. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. I mean, dude, no, you got lactating nips. Up. Uh, um, I mean, it's, it's okay. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, what, why are we talking about this? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> We're like an hour and a half deep. We should have cut this fucking 50 minutes ago. Everybody's gone. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> what are we talking about? I was asking you what on the count of three which franchise you are. <laughs> okay. Um, hold on. I need to get no, mine. We just did our Alan and Julian shit. Fucking How did we get talking uh-huh. about like the... Anyways, um, you said you were going to be in L.A. because you were like, I don't know. You, I don't know. You were like, I'm oh, because I wanted month. to have a gas station. That's what I wanted <laughs> yeah, to have. Yeah. Have like a nice little bodega. These like, are about gas, shop in the back. Gas. And you're like, I wonder like, in L.A. It's nine dollars for gas. Yeah. And yeah. another thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Oh OK. On the count of three. One, two, three. Chick-fil-A. Arby's. You hate Arby's. Jamil hates Arby's. I love Arby's. Oh, nice, dude. nice, nice. I like Arby's too. Beef and Chetties, dude, all day. And they got some nice rye bread. Arby's are sandwiches. Arby's are going fast. There's not a lot of Arby's left in the world. That's why I'm gonna get Chick-fil-A's one. Chick Fil A's everywhere, dude. Those things are. Yeah, but I don't want something that's everywhere, man. I'm trying to like repurpose an Arby's and get it popular again, dude. I'm trying oh. to bring back. I'm trying to keep it from extinction. Oh. They need to be, dude. They're a dying breed. Keep it up. You should be doing this simply for the dividends. That's it. You shouldn't have simply for the dividends. <laughs> shouldn't have no oh, man. thought about the cuisine, dude. Uh, this time, by the time that this episode airs, you're gonna be you're gonna probably be on the show, and we're gonna be. When do you when do you come out? When do you of when the do you closet? Air? I've been waiting. <laughs> You can come out on the show. A bit of both is my uh, gender reveal party. <laughs> nice, dude. I hope. Do you do you know the mayor of Spokane? Uh, no. Because oh, I think I do. I think it's Nadine Woodward, actually, who used to be <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> That's random. 
<laughs> but I love I, it when people drop first and last like that. I'm pretty like sure it. it is Nadine Woodward who used to be like nice. an anchor for ever on like the KHQ Channel <laughs> Four News in Spokane, which is like the news we would get on our four channels in Chewila. That's like what we paid attention to. Uh-huh. And I'm almost positive that like she ran for mayor and she won. Well, I, I do you have the do you have a key to the city yet? No. I think you're going to get one after the <laughs> show, dude. Thanks, bro. Got you mark my words right now. We'll talk about it when it happens, dude. dude wanna, I'll city. put it right back here for those watching. It's right on the shelf right behind yeah. us. I'm going to put a yeah. key in Spokane. Are they big like those big checks? I don't know. I just hope I get to meet John Stockton. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to. Man. I want him to come over and sit in this chair adjacent to me, and we can talk about can partying with Barkley. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's a hot sub. Hot sub. I wonder if he'd be candid, or he'd be like, "Come on, I'm not talking. I'm not gonna. I'm not giving." Dude, that. What's he got to lose at this point? He's fucking chilling, sitting on his lazy boy, everything, and relaxing. Um, I love you jules i miss you very much i can't wait for you to get back over here so we can do these in person but uh, everybody who's listening uh if you've made it this far thanks thanks for checking out the show and um we hope that your week is wonderful and we hope that your dreams come true true hey did you like that i figured you might well we're gonna ask you to do all the things that podcasters tell you to do subscribe rate review comment Go share this podcast with all of your friends. You can follow us on Instagram at howgoodsthis underscore podcast. And if you want to reach out, you can email us at howgoodsthispodcast at gmail.com. Go tell your friends all about everything that's happened here. If you're interested in hearing Alan Stone and myself spilling all that tea in the good goss segment of this podcast, you're going to get to hear Alan Stone say things that he might honestly never say out loud and in public. So it's worth it. Head on over to Patreon and join our little community. For as little as $5 a month, you can contribute to this podcast and really help us make a difference in building this thing out. Patreon.com slash live at the lodge. We love you guys very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. How good's this?